<laughs> what? what was that, man? <laughs> Who's kiddo? No, it was. All right, what's up, Cloud Gamers? Welcome to another CGX cast. This is episode number 47. We have some stuff to talk about. It's quite interesting because, like, talking about this, we were just having conversations and certain things came up that we just included in show notes. So, this is uh, kind of like an improv podcast. So it's gonna be it's gonna be quite interesting to see how it all plays out. But yeah, we have some news today when it comes to cloud gaming. Luna released one game, GeForce Now released ten games this week, with a huge focus on online play. We'll talk about that. Uh, Google Stadia two games released for the platform this week, with a conference happening next week. So we're gonna speculate as to what we might possibly see. With that conference um who else xbox cloud gaming uh is, is what it's called now just certain games released no big news from them but the biggest news i would have to say is the playstation out platform we got of war coming back permanently and red dead coming to playstation now but not for console i uh, not for the cloud just for consoles and again we'll get into all of that as well so so much to talk about but yeah let's get into it see who's in the chat and say what's up to you guys and then we'll introduce the panel so zero gamers what's up makers of chaos how you doing then see good to see you on here my dude it's good to see you all here all right so let's check in with the panel see what you guys are up to see what you guys have been playing and what platform you guys have been using so to get started duncan how have you been sir what have you been playing and what platform have you been using? Uh, this week or so, I've been primarily playing on GFN on my shield. I've just fell in love with that again, and I think it's just absolutely amazing. I have been playing a farm game, which is going to be remaining a secret. No, it's not farming simulator. It's a different farm game. There's a series coming out by us in the coming uh, days and that. Uh, I've been playing some Half-Life 2. I've playing some Far Cry 3. And uh, I've just been having a blast. And I've been playing the game, which is taking Steam by storm. And I know Hellmonkey has been playing this as well in the Power Wash Simulator. Absolutely brilliant it is a game where you it's like therapeutic is I think the word I used before and it is just such a relaxing I don't think it'd be as I'm not as good as the professionals but uh, I am really enjoying that and uh, it's it's absolutely I, I think it's one of my favorite pickups from the Steam sale so I've I've been really enjoying uh, playing in GFN and finding the shield I think there's some <laughs> I've messed about with some settings or something because the games are just looking absolutely, they're popping, absolutely popping on it. I think I had my settings all wrong and now they're just, it just <laughs> looks absolutely magnificent. Yeah. NVIDIA Shield, I keep saying that is probably, if you if you were like to get a console for cloud gaming, I would say that's the advice to get, man. Like it runs everything pretty well. I know some people might make the argument that Stadia still doesn't have HDR in it, but still, just run in Mr. Test Xbox client app, run in the uh, Xbox uh, Game Pass APK app. It just runs everything flawlessly. And then you have the AI upscale, and man, it's, it's such a dope device for cloud gaming. So 
good to see you enjoying it, man. It's awesome. Cool, cool. GTP, what's up, man? How have you been? What have you been playing? What platform? Oh, yeah, man. I've been good. Um, you know, it's going to be a little boring for everybody on the gaming side this this week. I, I did about a week of cloud only where I was bouncing around to a bunch of only different games. I talked about that last week. Um, but I just had the worst urge to go back to Halo multiplayer. So ooh, I ooh. just went back to the Master Chief Collection, um, xCloud PC, and Series X, just jumping back into multiplayer on, on that. I guess I got the Halo itch in the past three or four days. That's what I've been doing. I'm probably about done, and I'll move on to something else. But uh, it's it's just been a lot of fun to get back into that again. It's been a few years since I, yeah. I really got serious about messing with some Halo multiplayer. And uh, it was it was, it was was great. It was a ton of fun. I, I sucked. And uh, it was great. So I'll have to work on that again. But <laughs> Did you play it via cloud? I did. So um, the campaign plays fine in the cloud, but multiplayer still got a ton of issues for me. Yeah. Um, for uh, We know that game is, is supposed to be running on the new blades, and from loading and stuff, it definitely appears to be. But the latency in multiplayer for that game is not not near as good as what I'm getting in like Gears or Dirt Five or, or other stuff. So right. they definitely got some work to do there on that one. But so mostly Series X and PC for that. But in and out of the cloud because I keep thinking maybe the next time I boot it up, it's gonna feel snappier. You know what I mean? So I yeah. keep going back and trying it out. Sure. So you know we were talking Discord about like how you can see if a game is optimized for you know using the series. X-Blade, and I think you're right on because most of the games that you mention, uh, like, and you see the Xbox logo and it does seem like you got an upgrade, but I want to know for you, was Halo uh, one of those games? And if so, can you tell the difference when it comes to it being updated to the Series X-Blade or not? Yeah, so because I did play a good bit, we we had access to XCloud prior, right? When it was 720p, and then when when they had the uh, the Windows 10 app that they shut down on us after you know a little <laughs> while, we had the, that was like right. the first foray into 1080, yeah. and that was no new Blades yet. And I was playing uh, Master Chief Collection and Halo Five and Forza and trying all those out over there, so I can definitely see and feel the difference. It's still way better than what it was but it just doesn't run as good as some of the other games that are for me like really spot on like uh, i've i've told people a lot that for me dirt 5 in particular is one of the few games that has better latency than stadia for me in in that particular game but then i'll jump over to the halo master chief collection and it's horrible um on the multiplayer halo 5 isn't on new hardware yet but the the upgrades and whatever they're doing with the network has helped latency a lot in that game. Right. But it still is running and looks like it's running on the older hardware. So yeah. I'd like to see them upgrade that one. But I can definitely see and tell the difference. But every game is kind of hit and miss on what your experience is going to be so far. Right. I wish there was. A, you know, I wish they did optimize every single game because that's my experience as well. There are some games you know you can tell that it's running really well, and then there's a, some games that are still kind of struggling. So. I I hope that they do <laughs> upgrade every game, but yeah, right now it's hit and miss, like you were saying, for sure. Cool, cool. Uh, Cloud Trippin' Entertainment is what we're going to call you now, sir. <laughs> How have you been? What have you been playing? What platform? Uh, I've been good. Let me think back. What have I played? Um, I think since the last episode... No, I did. I think I did Call of the Sea a little bit the other day. I was streaming it um, on Luna. 
Okay. I know a lot of you guys hate puzzle games, and that's a big puzzle game, but it's fun to play. It's very chill. Um, other than that, uh, I've been playing a lot of Sea of Thieves lately with a buddy of mine. Cool. So, Call of Duty, isn't that like a sea game as well, or is that... Is it? It looks like Sea of Thieves, but do you actually are you exploring in the sea? Yeah, uh, kind of, but not really. It's more of um, like this. You control this chick that she's looking for her long lost husband that she thought was dead, and she's trying to find him because she finds some clues that he's still alive. So it's more like a mystery puzzle game more than anything. Okay. Okay. Cool, yeah. Probably never going to touch that game, but I'm glad that you're having fun with it. Puzzles, man. <laughs> I, I don't do puzzles, but... I, I like puzzles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, we are. Cool, man. Gamer TV, sir, how are you? What have you been playing, sir, and what platform? I'm good, man. Um, I've been playing a lot of Rainbow Six, <laughs> and um, I'm bouncing all over the place. Uh, I'm on Stadia with it. I'm on XCloud or Xbox Game Streaming. Um, I don't know if I'm addicted to the strategy of it all, or just dying over and over and over again. <laughs> it's it's tough. <laughs> it is not your your traditional first person no. shooter, right? I oh my god, man, I, I love it though. So that that's where I've been. I'm um, having a good time with it. Cool, man. People are so good at that game, man. It's, a, Too it's good. almost yeah, it's almost not fun to play. But you start, you just yeah. die. You know? <laughs> well, I, I don't, I don't like playing it much on Stadia, only because of the um, PC lobbies. I can tell yeah, when I when I yeah. run up on a mouse and keyboard guy. Yeah, he he's peeking much better than I can, <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, dude, how are you ducking so yeah. quickly? <laughs> like, it's like uh, whack a mole. Uh, yeah. You can tell it's definitely noticeable for sure. For sure. Cool, cool. How about you, Holtz? What have you been up to? What have you been playing? What platform? So this week, I've not been playing or showcasing any cloud this week. I've just been distracted too much by the Euros 2020 football competition. <laughs> and then when I've not been cheering my home nation on, I've actually got around to finishing Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart <laughs> on the PlayStation 5 because the poor thing was collecting dust. So I needed an excuse to at least play it and also the Sky of Six on the Switch. So I wish Ooh. these games were in the clouds, but this time it didn't come. So I had to go back a step. Okay. People are wanting to know if you're looking forward to FIFA 22. Oh, of, of course I am. I've, I, pick, <laughs> I pick these games up all the time. You know what I mean? Me, me, my family, my younger family, and that, we'll just probably, you know, have a few games, and my friends, we always have um, just one-on-one -on -one against them. I'm not really a big multiplayer, but I do actually support the game for a few campaign modes and just friend modes. Okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, we were talking about if we'll see an announcement tomorrow, all right, for a Stadia or any cloud game platform. But, yeah, we'll get into some well, I, I hope so. Sooner the better, I say, yeah. because the more they drop it, the faster I can actually put my pre-order down and actually consider where I'm actually going to play. Yeah. Yeah. So if it does come to Stadia and it actually looks gorgeous, they can have me money. If it doesn't come to Stadia, then that's sad. I have to pick another console or something to play it on. Yeah. I think this year will be interesting to see like, if they do bring uh, cross-platform play to FIFA. I think that will make a huge difference with that game in Stadia for sure. Right? So we'll see. We'll see. Hell Monkey, sir, how have you been? What have you been playing? What platform? 
Yeah, so a bit of GFN. What about Stadia as well? Just on the subject of FIFA, that's a game that I like to jump in and out of on Stadia. Um, just a couple of games, you know, a couple of matchmaking games here and there. Um, I have still never had to wait for a game on there, so it must it's proven, you know, quite popular and it's sort of debugging the myth that there's no one playing Stadia, but I wouldn't expect a FIFA game not to. Um yeah, the win-lose record is uh, more on the losing side recently because I don't play it as much as I used to. Uh, but it's still great, just jumping in and out. Um, not to not to just repeat too much, but yeah, Power Wash Simulator, man, I cannot get enough of that game. So, um, you know, after after a shift at work, I just come in, put up, <laughs> up GFN, stick the Spotify on, and... Um, you know, just listen to your music, chill out, wash some stuff, man, and it's just so therapeutic and it's just so relaxing. But before you know it, it's like 11pm and it's past my bedtime and, you know, I'm all sad because I have to leave the game. <laughs> so, what is, so what it does is I take this to bed with me and then I start playing Duck Fives Playground on my phone. <laughs> yeah, and that's on xCloud. So, yeah, just everywhere I can, basically. You know what it's like. It's so easy. Yeah. So after work, you go back to work. Wait. Yeah, the... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta oh, make man. that money. You, you guys in that game, man. Gotta check that out. Seems like it's getting a lot of y'all's time. So cool stuff overall. Uh, but yeah, you guys are in the chat. Uh, I've been personally playing a lot of PlayStation now. We'll, we'll get to that in this podcast. Y'all, if you guys haven't tried it lately, I know some people are still thinking PlayStation Now runs like crap. Um, but realistically, they've done some stuff to improve it, especially like the fact that you can use your graphics card now to upscale. I think that's quite brilliant. So playing God of War on there has been really, really fun. Um, great game if you guys haven't experienced it yet. But bummed out about Red Dead Redemption. We'll get to that here in a bit. But... Um, overall, though, that's that's what I've been playing mostly this week. Uh, let's take a sec to say what's up to more people who came in the chat. Dusty's good to see you on here. Lame is good to see you in here as well. Uh, how do you say your name? I'm calling you Fee, uh, but thank you for for that. And yeah, good to see you in here as well. And yeah, let's get right into this. We're gonna start with Amazon Luna. As you guys know, one game released this week, but this game is a pretty good game. Um, I'm not going to bash Luna this week because I did that last week. Um, but if I can say and then I'll just say hurry the hell up. That's all I can say. But Valkyrie Chronicles 4 was released for the Luna platform this week. Again, it's a game that I beat on the Switch, purchased it on Stadia, and now it is free. Well, not technically free, but if you remember... You can pretty much play this game for free. Um, so what do you take on this? I know, again, a lot of you guys on here still don't have Luna, but let's just look at the library. Do you think this overall is a good get for them? And uh, just did you guys try it? And how has your experience been with this game on Luna? So to get started, let's start with GTP. What's your take on Valkyrie Chronicles 4 coming to the Luna platform? Yeah, I think I said last week that that was... A good game coming. I think what else we're really waiting for is to see Saints Row the Third remastered in Dirt Five. Uh, is what everybody's kind of waiting to jump in on there. Um, but this was a good drop for them. It's it's an, again another example of Luna slowly bringing curated games to the Luna Plus channel, which continues to be a really good deal. 
Uh, but the game itself, uh, the Valkyrie Chronicles aren't really my type of game, so I, I haven't really gotten into it. I think I fired it up on the TV stick last night for a few minutes just to boot it up and see how it looked, but I didn't really get into playing it. But I do want to say about Luna, more importantly, is you guys know, like I, I said yesterday, I finally got my Ubisoft Plus subscription back. There was yeah. like a glitch with my account. I had canceled it for a month, brought it back, and when I brought it back, it went straight to suspended. And for eight weeks, I haven't had Ubisoft Plus. So no Luna, yeah. no GFN, no Stadia, no PC. Oh, That's four goodness. places, you know, for, for your Ubisoft games. It finally got fixed yesterday. And I got to say, right back into Assassin's Creed Valhalla on Luna. Um, GFN runs those games great as well, but we're on Luna right now. And Luna is where I tend to gravitate to play a lot of my Ubisoft games like that, like Watch Dogs or, or Valhalla. Wow. And I really like it. So for me, I was excited to be able to, to finally jump back in on that because I think Luna does a great job with running the games on that channel. It's it's not perfect, but it, it does a pretty good job, and I, I really like what they have going on there, especially with the controller and stuff. So, Cool, cool. Good to see you back. With your I'm back. Plus. <laughs> oh, it sucked so bad. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that That's terrible, man. That's terrible. But how about you, Ben? You have access to Luna. Have you played any of these uh, actually, Sorry, just my, one my, game. my daughter's trying to mess with me here. <laughs> I'm good. losing my tech because she's getting in the way. You're good. Um, You're good. I'll, can you come back to me in a minute? Yeah, yeah, Hold for on. sure. Game of TV, have you experienced uh, Valkyrie Chronicles 4 and Luna? You know, I have. I jumped in quickly, um, checked it out. Same as GTP. It's um, It runs fine. It's a um, good experience. Uh, and, and I think the... Um, the Ubisoft games, um, like Jerry mentioned, are best played on Luna as well. That That's where I play most of mine. I mean, outside of GFN, of course, but Luna is just a hell of a platform and they're coming. You know, I, I know it's taken, <laughs> taking them a little time, but when they roll this thing out, man, they have so many check marks checked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, performance is there, um, yeah. details there. Um, once they upgrade to 4K, I mean, I don't see them dropping off anywhere. Yeah. Games are already 60 frames per second. So I, I, I'm not sure um, where your angst came from last week, man. Luna's <laughs> 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 L- 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 the yeah. one to still watch, honestly. Yeah. They, they're, they're still the one um, yeah. in terms of all the check marks being closest to Stadia. Um, outside of even beating Stadia, and uh, performance-wise across the similar games. So Luna is, is definitely the one to watch. So I'll be real with you. I got really impatient because really I know what Luna is capable of. Um, if anything, I, I think Dem and Microsoft um, are going to be the ones to watch for sure. Again, people asking for Netflix for gaming, they have that. You know, they have, I think eventually we'll start seeing more channels. And what that's going to bring is the AAA games that people have been asking for. Imagine an EA Play channel on here. That means you're going to get your latest Battlefield on here, right? We yeah. have that with Ubisoft Plus. So they they have potential. I know I'm just, the road is just too slow, <laughs> man. It's just too slow for me, man. That's that's my biggest gripe with him right now. But yeah, I I know they're gonna definitely shake. They're gonna kill it, man. They are, they are. But hurry the hell up, Luna. Hurry up. (laughs) That's all I gotta say. But yeah, 
Let's check in with holds, man. What, what's your take on Valkyrie Chronicles 4 coming? Of, co of course, I don't have access to Luna, but this is exactly the type of game that I actually want to see get expanded to the um, the library. So this is a, you know, I've praised the game coming to GeForce now and I've praised it coming to Stadia. So seeing this, it's if I had access to it now, I'll be diving all over it. Mm. It's, it's such a genre that I really like. I love them tactical RPGs. So if they can expand more on that genre for me, I'm all over Luna. And plus, right. of course, it's a Sega game. Who doesn't want more Sega games? And that, that, that's me in a nutshell with this service. Yeah. Bring the games that I want and I'll be all over you day one. Right. Yeah, this, again, if he's it's sitting at the 85 for Metacritic, I think it's pretty cool that they are adding Metacritic score here. So it's, you know, it's a I mean, to me, it's, it's such, such a great game. And if you'd actually liked Valkyria Chronicles 1, this game lets you run side the same story, but from a right. different perspective. So right. if you loved one, you're definitely going to love this one. I know it moved away previous from previous games, but if you ever wanted to come back to this type of genre or story game, whatever, this is the one for you. Yeah. Highly recommend it. I very yes i beat it on switch and i bought it again full price on google stadia is how good it is for sure and so i'm gonna have three copies of this game it's crazy but anywho let's check in with duncan what's your take on on luna game valkyrie chronicles for this week just another clever pick up by them just adding like their expanding their library every game becomes just adds more and more value to luna the value of subscription models. I think that's all you can say. Again, we, we talked about it briefly last week as well. It's just really interesting that uh, there's so much crossover between all the different platforms, and this is another crossover game. I think Lunar could be, hopefully, let's touch wood here, be worth watching next week because we're 10 days away until new world comes out in beta so i'm i'm ho i don't think it's going to happen for the beta but i'm hoping it happens that we may see that pop on the luna for a bit for people to give that a blast because we, we know that the new world artwork and stuff is on luna ready to go live uh, at some stage because that was like many many moons ago so that's what i'm hoping we're going to maybe hear out from the next week is new world beta is hopefully coming yeah they they need to expand can't stress that enough I, I see someone in the chat saying that too who said that um any idea is asking when it's come to uk i don't know but again they need to they need to come soon and new world again is coming out in 10 days wasn't aware that it was that close so let's see again what happens with that hopefully they get that rolled out to more well, did, countries. didn't luna get the uh the request access button in the uk not too long ago like a month ago or so yeah so yep. i mean that i would say it should come by by the end of the summer most likely just based off from that yeah well we'll see we'll see monkey do you got anything to add with valkyrie chronicles coming to luna yeah no not my sort of game but um when you see the Metacritic score if they're going to go past by that and then obviously hopes you know who we respect and uh and then you know cherishes thoughts of these types of games uh yeah i'll take a word for it it's a good one and um yeah they just added that library and just on the on the subject of when luna's come to the uk yeah i i requested access about a month to six weeks ago i would say four to six weeks um give or take um that's i don't know for sure i'm just guessing here I think it's going to release into more areas when New World launches 
fully, which I think is the beginning of August that the full game is supposed to release. So uh, I would, I would, I would go for that for a, a, a pretty reasonable time frame. I would say so. Fingers crossed. I really want that controller. Is that all you want? The controller? Yeah, no. I, just, I wanted to. I want to see how good this cloud controller is because it's got all the makings. And you know, Jerry, you've done you know a couple of good videos with it as well. At how seamlessly it switches between, and I just think that's just absolutely amazing. Like, and uh, yeah, plus I've got some games, some games on there that I would definitely try out if I if I got the chance. Cool, cool. All right, so. I think I got everyone with Luna, right? But I'm looking at these polls, man. And again, uh, we have 45 votes. PlayStation has 31%. Now, this is which platform had the best news this week. Stadia is at 29 GeForce now is at 11%. And Xbox Cloud Gaming is at 29%. I find it interesting because Xbox Cloud Gaming hardly announced anything this week. But uh, let's uh, let's keep going, though. Let's talk about GFN. Um so they focused heavily on multiplayer this week, claiming there's over 400 games in GeForce Now that has multiplayer access, which is huge when you compare it to the likes of um, Google Stadia or you know Xbox Cloud Gaming or anyone else. And then we got 10 games that released for the platform this week, and those games are these nine monstrous knocks, we have Black Skylands, we have Sword of Legends Online, we have Call to Arms, Crowfall, Graven, Iron Cast, Mutant, Year Zero, Proteiden. We have Raymond, Raven Rabbits, and Wushu Chronicles. <sighs> Need I say more <laughs> about these games this week, man? I don't know. Okay, yeah, alright. So Yeast is the only game that stands out to me out of these 10 games, but... We'll check in with the panel. See, uh, I, I think there's a reason why people have 11%. But what do you take on the GeForce Now news, the 400 online games, and also these 10 games coming to the platform this week? So let's start with Ben. What's your take on this one? Um, I mean, a lot of the games, I would say, don't really capture my interest. I would say Ease looks good. I know that's a very popular game, and it looks good. I just haven't played any of them yet. Um, and I love the Rayman games. Um, so anytime they add another one, old or new, doesn't matter. I'll, I'll take it. Um, the biggest the biggest thing... The big... <laughs> Sorry. Um, the 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 biggest thing <laughs> that I would say was great about GeForce Now was uh, the multiplayer emphasis. Yeah. I think that's a big slap in the face to other competitors. Yeah. All right, hold on. We'll, we'll get to we'll get all back right. to you. <laughs> we are laughing because we all have most of us here have kids, so I could totally see my daughter son doing something similar, which is hilarious. Gaming TV, what's your take on the GeForce Now games uh, this week and the 400 online multiplayer games? <laughs> um, you know, Ease is the, the only thing that really interests me much as well. Um, the multiplayer deal, I think it's good, but again, I'm not too impressed by the news. Um, only only because, it, you know, multiplayer, I'll, I'll just play locally. You know, I, I know that Among Us and all of these other things... Uh, for cloud gaming, I'm just not sure of the value there for games like that when when you consider 
I've been playing Among Us with my with my kid, you know, via iOS for the longest time. So, you know, some things have a little less impact for me, but um, Yeez is the only thing that really stands out. I, I think it was very weak all, all around. Good. I, not good, but good to hear. That. <laughs> don't, don't we... No, no, no. It, 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 be fair. You're saying three because you're you're going to go in two feet here, and you're going to go yes. This is an awful way to agree. You've got someone to back me up. Just a minute. <laughs> that, that's exactly what it is. Good, good. But let's let's balance it out because I know GTP might. Uh, what what's your take on on GFN news this week? All right. Um, look, it's, it's slow for games in July and August. So, uh, a lot of credit for what they did to put together the idea of there's 400 over, there's like 438 multiplayer games, including ones that, you know, you're not worried about latency and stuff like Rift and other MMOs. And, and, and there's a ton of games in there for people to jump into. I don't think that's like big news though. We know there's a ton, you know, approaching a thousand games and 438 multiplayer bring in 10 games again consistency is always good but again i'll agree with everybody there's nothing big there i'm surprised more people aren't jumping on to swords of legends online that's going to do really <laughs> well on steam it's going to do really really well on steam no you don't uh, think so yeah we gotta let, all right uh, i want to hear what you guys know about that that i don't know because you know right now reviews are good for it yeah. and i thought everything was gonna as far as like the pc people that like to jump into those mmorpgs i thought that would take off on there if it's not i definitely want to hear what's going on with that um black skylands is one that I told people that if you can support that developer, pick up that game, seventeen ninety nine for it. It's a top-down. It looks really good. I've already bought it, but I haven't uh, jumped in and gave it a shot yet. So overall, nothing major this week, but kudos for trying to shine a spotlight on multiplayer, trying to do something during a slow time, and continuing to be consistent and bring us 10 games, bring us day-and-date releases, and having East Nine on there is a good one as well. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, now you guys okay. tell me about the Swords of Legends because it should ahead. be taking off, yeah. and from what I understand, it is. But I want to know why it won't. Yeah, monkey, go ahead. Uh, so just to be fair, Chief is having a good old time with this game, but from what I'm hearing, your experience is different. So you can share about your yeah. Experience. So first of all, it's still not on GFN, and um, so there I was sitting Friday night after work. I comes in, regets for tea. And I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. <laughs> and it gets to 8 o'clock, and I still have another shower. I'm like, right, okay, I'm just going to download it in max settings. If I come out of the shower and it's, it's on GFN, I'll just play it on GFN. Still not on GFN, so I jumps into it. And I had the absolute worst time. The complete polar opposite from what Chief had. Chief had a great time. It's running yeah. really smooth for him. Everything seems to be working as it should. And you guys know, Duncan especially, but... And, I was so excited for this game, watching it, I was looking for it. It had everything that I really wanted to dive into, just one game and just, you know, main one game for quite a while. I was so excited. I couldn't even get off the bloody opening menu, man. It was explaining wow. how you switch between. Wow. Um, sorry, that's a lie. That's a lie. When you're creating your character, the customization options are endless. It is so amazing. You can actually push and pull your character's face and shape the hair, shape their eyes, shape the mouth with your mouse cursor. I thought that was fantastic. So it's really lured me in. And then the game opens up. You get the story. That, that 
it was a wee bit buggy. The, the translation from Chinese isn't great. I can deal with that. Then I get into the game. It wouldn't let me pass the first menu. Scrolling from side to side along the x-axis, right and left, I got like ninety degrees one way and forty-five degrees the other way. I wasn't getting, I wasn't getting a full turn circle, and I was just like, "What the hell?" It's a performance issue more than a game issue for you right now on that. Then it wasn't like some weird thing about nude girls or something I hadn't heard about in the game. No, 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 nothing like that. (laughs) Um, So it could still be the pop-off popular game on Steam for a while, but with the performance issues you're experiencing, it's really difficult. Yes, and this is this is what this is what's got me recently. These big games, you know, that capture the imagination of a of a large audience, and then they get thrown out, and they're in absolute dire state, or they're working really well one place and they're not working the other. I can accept that, but what I can't accept is absolutely no support. Like I was on their Discord, I was on their website trying to get support. Um, you know, just to help through the menu sets to see if it's something that I could adjust, and I just got absolutely no response whatsoever. And I just thought, I'm done with this, and I, I refunded yeah, the definitely. game. I'm, I'm not proud of it. I hardly ever refund a game, but that one got refunded. I just thought, I'm just going to cut it. And um, yeah, but GFN, look, it's still not on GFN, so they're obviously having some issues somewhere down the line. Uh, yeah. there. Can we can we talk about that real quick? Yeah, because um, this happens a lot, and I hadn't even checked yeah. GFN for it because I haven't bought it yet. So now yeah. I might not buy it. So that's why I was so interested because this this game, if you watch the trailers, if you read yeah. about it, if you if you look at the anticipation, this game had the potential to really jump off on Steam, yeah. and that's yeah. why I had it. But I hadn't bought it yet or tried it, of course, since launch a couple days ago. So yeah, I'm unaware of all this. this is all new to me. Mm. So. So wow. we yeah. talked about last week about how, you know, we give them a little credit saying, you know, the fact that they're not putting the games when it's not ready, we should, you know, give them a little kudos. We don't want, you know, a broken game. But we, we've seen a track record here to where most AAA games that are supposed to release either don't show up on time a second, they have some issues that you know prevent it from running as well or even showing up at all so this is the issue man yeah on that for me on steam when i came home and i booted up steam it's told me that the game released 8 a.m 8 a.m my time and it is now god we're past 10 p.m on the saturday and it's still not here. We don't know why. There's no feedback from GFN themselves. Even if they just put out some sort of tweet, uh, you know, on the on the uh, status page, it's taking longer than expected. Please bear with us. It will be up as soon as possible. But we don't right. even get that, which is a little bit disappointing, especially right. when, like, like we've said, this is a big game that that's captured a lot of imaginations. People are waiting on it, and they're just left waiting without any any sort of time through yeah so if y'all are watching (laughs) let's uh do something about that again we come here every week uh most weeks and it's it's the same issue um hopefully i don't you know i don't know if it's from the dev i don't know if it's from gfn side but it's it's an issue um so duncan let's get to you sir what's your take on the gfs now news this week 
I just think it's been a, it's more in the GTP, but before I go into it, I'm just saying I'm hungry as well, so I'll just speak for everybody here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I think it's a Miami. It's solid enough, bringing games, consistent, not, nothing nothing outstanding, and I don't think it's a complete washout because when I was going through the games, I would give a lot of these games a try at least if they were an offer or free or whatever. Uh, that game has just went out from my head. The 2D one, which are in our ships, looks a pretty, pretty cool sort of game, uh, which I wouldn't actually mind giving a try. Black Skylands. I actually bought that yeah. one, Doug. I grabbed it, yeah. so I'll be trying it out, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's 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 the one. I th- I think that really looks a real interesting get there, and I have got my eye on that one. I don't think it's a good week. I don't think it's a completely uh, rubbish week. I just think it's I forget the worst thing to be a forgettable week. I think it's uh, <laughs> I think that is more for me anyway. Uh, again, if you're talking other platforms, if other platforms brought all these games one week, you would say it's a pretty good week. Again, it's the G, it's the GFM problem. <laughs> you know, you're right on that because again, Stadia will, which we'll get to, release two games this week, and one of them was these uh, nine. I keep saying eight, but nine. I mean, this has it plus nine more games right so again if Stadia would have got this list of games people especially like Rayman, Rayman Rabbits uh, I mean this would have been huge for them but yeah, yeah I mean to put in that perspective you're right uh, I just just want to add on two wee things because I think we haven't mentioned it uh, Ironcast is free on the Epic Games Store go claim that also the Bridge Constructor The Walking Dead is also free and that's also available on GFM so it's worth checking them out. But again, this is what this is what GFN's big problem is at this moment in time. They have set their standards so high. If they have lower weeks, it's not not as good. Uh, it just it for them it doesn't look good. But for other platforms, it would be amazing. I think that sometimes we have to take that in balance. Cool, cool. My monitor just did something funky. I was trying to share this great so. I don't know what happened, but hopefully, all right, I'm not frozen. Cool. But thank you, uh, Duncan, for that. Again, it puts it into perspective, right, that, I mean, Stadia got one of these big games and then just one other game. And, yeah, this we got that game plus nine more. So I think this might be a GFN problem this week. But let's check in with Hulse. Did we get to you about this? Yeah, you can get to me now, but guess panel chat, it's a record today. Four games I wanted in GeForce now this <laughs> yeah. week. It's amazing. When there else do I actually you know praise GeForce now? But to me, I'm happy to see East Nine. You know, I'm really looking forward to following this protagonist, Adol Christine, again in another self-contained story. I actually love seeing these games come to GeForce now, day day and date. And you know, these characters and these stories is what I love. So 
you know, I'm definitely going to actually buy Yeast 9. I'm going to do a coin toss, see if I want it on Stadia or see if I actually want it on GeForce now. And, of course, another game that I was really interested in was Swords of Legend Chronicles. You know, I really want to see all this beautiful Chinese landscapes and architectures. I really love all this high-action, acrobatic fighting in the air, like something out of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I want all that. So, to me... I really want this to succeed. It's, it's a shame that I've just heard Hellmonkey saying it's not really working for him. So I'm going to sit back a little bit, but it's something that I really want to get my hooks into. And that's the same with Wushu Chronicles. I just really want all that Chinese lore and all these new places that I've never seen in MMOs that I've played previously. And of course, the fourth game I was going to mention was Rayman Raven Rabbits. If this was... I know it's a, I know it's like fifteen years old and it's a Wii game, but if this came to Luna, like No More Heroes or Wonderful One Hundred One, I'll be praising it. So, so for that merit, me pre- praising previous services, I definitely have to give GeForce now a thumbs up for bringing a game that I used to play years ago. True. So when I saw this Wushu game, um, there's a game that Chief showcased a while ago. It's uh, made by a Chinese company. I thought that was a game and I was freaking out, but um, it, it, it's not it, clearly. But, yeah, good, good take on that, Holds. Anyone else that we didn't cover? Should, sorry, can I just quickly mention that Wushu Chronicles is not translated into English. It's a full Chinese game, so just to put that out there. That's good to know. Oh, well, that, that's a shame, isn't it? Bringing these yeah. games, you know, localization and still not actually having like a soft English translation or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a bummer. And also, don't let my uh, my opinions and my experience of Swords of Legends Online put anyone off because Chief Chief ran on Shadow and locally on his 3080 and he, he's having a great time with it. So, Yeah, yeah. He's, he's having a good good old time. All right, so anything else with GFN? And um, if I go ahead, I was gonna say it doesn't have to do with GFN, but I know uh, Isasi uh, text he was saying he wanted a child's perspective of cloud gaming. I was just gonna mention since you guys heard my daughter yelling in the background, her her favorite games on Stadia and Luna are uh, Monster Jam, Steel Titans, just to answer you guys' questions, and um, uh, the SpongeBob game on Stadia, and then Ukulele on uh, Luna. There you go. So, little heads there up there go. for those that were asking in the chat. Yeah. Maker of Chaos, I would agree 100%. This actually was a, a week where PlayStation, no, no shots at PSN, but a week where PlayStation now has the most news in cloud gaming, you know, like it just it shows, right, that overall um, it, it wasn't like the most productive cloud gaming week. Just going to just put that out there, but I agree. But Holtz, you were going to say something. No, I was going to say, I've got like um, five-year-old nieces and nephews and eight-year-olds and they love cloud. They've been playing like Power Rangers. They've been playing FIFA 21. They've been playing racing games like Wreckfest and Forza mm-hmm. Rise. And you know, there's a lot of stuff that they actually can play. And I hope this live, there's a lot of games that I would like to see support family going forward, like, like the new Paw Patrol game or, you know, Digimon Survive. I hope, I hope like companies like, Bandai and Namco actually do support the family titles and they come to these cloud services ASAP. True. Yeah. True. I agree. I agree. So let's move on to Google Stadia, right? Two games released this week. 
Uh, they have two. They they kind of highlighted this like uh, it's a big deal, but this is the first time you can do two play free weekend games, and that's Dead by Daylight again and The Crew Two again. These are two games that they have showcased uh, for the free to play weekend. But I think it's good that they put in multiple games. I I hope that again as time goes that they continue to do that. But then two games released this week, Bloodstained, Ritual of the Knights, and Nice 9. Again, Monstrum Knox. can never say that. But Bloodstained had some issues with pricing at lunch, which they fixed. But let's talk about that real quick. Then we'll go to our prediction with the event coming up next week um, for Stadia. So just gonna open this up. What what do you what's your take on Stadia News this week? We'll start with GTP here. Why you choose me to start with Stadia? Yes, sir. Um, you know that was interesting with Bloodstained Ritual of the Night because everyone's like, "Is it going to be fifty seven ninety nine US?" I'm like, "That's a really odd price to put yeah. out there, isn't it?" Yeah. Um, you know, especially when it's like th- it's been thirty nine dollars since launch and i think i got it on sale for like eight or nine bucks uh before so that was crazy everyone was freaking out but then they did correct that i believe we did get back yes. to our 39.99 but that's yeah. not the kind of thing you want to initially um put out there uh, i played through uh blood Saint ritual of the night it's a game i waited a long time for to play um it's it barely i would rather pay 29.99 for it honestly but yeah nobody was going to pay 60 bucks for that and like we've said for um gfn east nine it's really cool that um these some developers are seeing the opportunity in cloud so when a game's coming out they want to put it in more places for everybody to play and i think that's what you're seeing um when we say you see a lot of parity in games hitting like all the cloud services at the same time. And I have said before, I don't believe that's three, four or five companies all knowing what each other's doing and doing the same thing. I think that's the developers that are comfortable with bringing their games to cloud and they reach out and they, and they make it happen everywhere. So uh, a couple of great games for this week. Uh, anybody who's like a Stadia only or you, you haven't played Bloodstained, it's, it's a good game. If yeah. you like Castlevania type games, even from the creator, um, you know, you're going to like that game. So it's good grabbing Yeast 9. Is, uh, I've only played like four or five hours of Yeast 8, um, and that's the only one of those games in the series I've played. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll grab uh, this one up or not, but uh, not bad for Stadia on those two yeah. games, definitely. The free-to-plays are good. They did that because everybody did that. And I don't know if that was more developer-controlled or Stadia-controlled, but you could play The Crew 2 and Dead by Daylight free on uh, PC all weekend and, and everywhere else, too. So uh, GFN. Everyone could, GFN, yeah. When I say PC, that's GFN. No, but yeah, on GFN, too. Um, yeah. So that was really cool that you know you could jump in and do that. I'm still trying to get some recordings done before all the free stuff goes away. But with Ubisoft back now, it's making it a little bit easier. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so... Yeah, I, I'm having some technical difficulties now. No yes, it's, what's, what's going on? You, Ever since you, we started today. Yeah, you see that. It, yes, are you stopped. noticing it? No, it I'm just, not seeing any. You know, oh, I don't see it from here. I wonder if my son is like unplugging my Wi-Fi, plugging it back in. Probably, she's messing but, with you, man. Right, <laughs> seriously. It's like you're trying to cheese Crota in yeah. Destiny. <laughs> I did that, by the way. Yeah, but. oh yeah, we did it all the time. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, let's... um. Move to Holtz. What do you take on the Stadia news this week, man? Well, of course, I'm happy to see these two games. I mentioned used before that I might actually pick it on GeForce Now or Stadia, but this game is coming from one of my favourite developers, the Nippon Itchy Software 
company, which actually does the Disgaea games. So me seeing this actually publisher come to likes of stage, it really excites me. So I have to put my money where my mouth is. Not maybe not this week because I'm a bit um, you know, distracted by a lot of other stuff, but I will actually definitely pick this game up because I don't feel like just like Cold Steel. I don't have to feel that. I have to do a continual storyline from one. These East games are usually like self-contained, so you don't have to play previous ones to grasp this one. I always loved the quirkiness and the, the character designs, the levels, and and you know the game is only about thirty hours, so to me that's actually perfect for the RPG to actually dive in. So I definitely support East Nine coming to Stadia, and then Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. You know I do love my Metroidvania games so when i when i seen this come to stage i was like yes there's a game that i could dive right in you know slay some demons get some abilities explore the castle find out the story really um interests me and people are comparing this game to castlevania symphony of the night which is one of my all-time favorites so seeing something like a you know spiritual successor to that game come to this service really excites me more true true so just to give you guys a heads up, based on my experience, again, this might be different from you, but I played, I beat East 8, and I got really far in East 9. And if you guys were wondering which one to pick up, um, you hopefully should have got East 8 for free as a pro member, but I do feel like East 8 is a better game overall. Um, so if you guys are on the fence, which one should I pick up? Um, I would say play East 8. I know the stories are not, you know, meshed in together, but I most people will tell you that's a better experience than mine. Um, but, yeah, awesome. I'm glad that this makes you happy, man. Um, it's, it's pretty cool to see, again, people getting excited for Stadium News this week. Let's who we Duncan, what's your take on this? We did GTP, right? And then, yeah, Duncan, what's your take <laughs> This week in Stadia, Stadia is as Stadia does. It's uh... <laughs> what's wrong with St- what did Stadia do wrong now? Yeah, yes. What did Stadia do wrong? Yeah. Are we going to go down what Stadia has done wrong now? Are we going to brush it under the carpet? Let's <laughs> brush it. <laughs> no, okay, we'll brush it. Let, let's start with this week on Stadia, right? No. Okay. So we're we're not we're not going to we'll mention it briefly with uh, the Bloodstain, but we're not going to be talking about the developer ignoring the developers. So, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> I can see how much. Yes, but uh, if if we're taking out the effects, it is a <laughs> it's an interesting week again. It's like what we we're touching on the GFN segment. They have got uh, two games. They've got a free weekend. They are. GFN like this week, uh, but for and when you're marking Stadia, this for Stadia, this is a good Stadia week if you're not comparing to other platforms. So uh, it's good to see that they're doing it and uh, they're they're bringing the, the game still. But obviously, Stadia is a Stadia does. Fair enough. Game of TV, what's your take on, on Stadium News this week? Um, you know, I, I'll be completely fair as, as usual. Um, I'm not impressed with this week at all. Um, is that being I, fair, Game of TV? It, it is fair. I mean, I wasn't impressed with um, GFN either, right? True, sure. So it, it's the same difference for me. I, Bloodstained, I mean, I, I wish the game was about $10 cheaper. Um, Yeez 9, I, I mean, I get it. It's cool, but I've I've played 
a good portion of it and it isn't my type of game, but someone else will absolutely love it. Um, that's why I just, nothing excited me this week for Stadia. Nothing, nothing kind of um, encouraged me to boot up my Chromecast, you know, or, or pop open the browser. No, nothing did that. Nothing, nothing killed the hype from Siege for me, basically. So. True. True. Again, the good, we appreciate honesty here. If you're not feeling it, just say it. I hope like we're not like trying to shy you away from that. But yeah, it, it's, it is being fair because again, you talked about GFN and Stadia, um, but yeah, appreciate your input for sure. Did we cover you, Cloud Trippin? Um, no, we did not. Um, I wasn't super impressed. I mean, it was great that they got Ease 9, you know, right off the bat. You know, at least they're showing improvement on getting day and date games, especially for franchises they already have on their list. So that's good. Um, it would have been really bad if they didn't get it, considering they already have multiple Ease games on there. Um, the price fiasco, I just, I think it's kind of hilarious because it, it felt like my joke, my theory about, um, I, I tweeted it out. Like, basically I was like, Phil Harrison was probably, Hey, don't forget, you know, Bloodstain comes out next week and the engineer comes in and like 4:59 on Friday. Say, oh crap. There's a, there's a holiday. Um, what's the price? I'll just shoot south to 60. That's what most games are. You know, whatever. That's what it felt like because it's like, as soon as the holiday was over, it's like, Oh, well, no, that's not the price. But it just felt very like lazy and like they didn't check anything. <laughs> um, but I don't know. To me, that was funny and terrible at the same time. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, Hell Monkey, what's your take care, man? Found the mute button. Okay. Um, yeah, not a bad week. Um, Day and Date Gaming, Ease 9, which was previously announced in a previous blog post that we, we knew it was coming and it arrived on time, like it said it would. Fantastic. Um, we've checked out the game. It's looking great. It's running great. People are enjoying it. that like that sort of game. Fantastic. That's all you can ask for. But that price on Bloodstained, man, that just blew my mind. Like That game... It's two years old, it's a very good game. It is a very highly rated, highly respected game. I just I still don't like the, the adjusted price on it. I still think that's that's way too much. And this is I think this is the reason why a platform like Stadia, who's trying to be, you know, the cloud console, gets a bad perception. People that don't really have an interest in cloud gaming or they've heard about it or they've heard all the bad things that you see in the media and the press about Stadia. You know, they maybe take a look at that and think, why would I be paying 40, 50 bucks or pounds, depending where you're from, for a, a game that came out two years ago and what they perceive to be a lesser, you know, a lesser performance, basically, because that, that, that's I think that's what the perception is of cloud right now. And in some instances, it's true. Um, but for a game like Bloodstained, you know, that, that's going to run really well on any cloud service, any local hardware you're not looking for your 4K 60 in a game like that, like you would in a, a first-person shooter uh, sort of style of game. So I just think that goes against the already bad perception people, you know, outside of cloud gaming have on, on the subject. And, um, yeah, I'm really not happy with that. I'm more, I'm more interested in the game updates, you know, the Destiny 2 
Um, Solstice of Heroes, it's running. That's running until August. That's free for everyone. That's fantastic. And the guys that, that like your watchdogs, whether it's with Ubisoft Plus or you already have the game, that's coming in about $15. That's a reasonable price, I think, for an add-on to a game that a lot of people seem to be enjoying, even though it's not my thing. Um, yeah, and that's that's as fair, that's as fair as I could be, you know. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So my take overall is I think this was not Stadia's best week. Again, uh, we were just talking about if you compare this to GFN, uh, the biggest game this week came to GFN, but then they added another game, which I blood blessed into a pretty good game like GTP was saying. If you like Castlevania, this is up your alley. But then that that price tag was scary as hell when you know that was the original price tag. But it's it's good to see them actually change it, and I feel like the price that they put it at is is good enough. Um, but overall, not the best week. But again, this has been a slow week for everyone else. So uh, we'll we'll just leave that there. But I do want to talk about next week for Google Stadia because. There's a lot going on. There's a keynote happening for Stadia. There's a Stadia technical session happening. There's something called new value for Stadia partners. And so it looks like Stadia is going, I know it's a dev summit, right? But it looks like we might hear some Google Stadia news here. Maybe get some numbers as to where Stadia is. Maybe get some new announcement of new partners creating games for the platform or new games coming. I do want to speculate as to what you guys, number one, what do you, what do you guys think we'll see here? And number two, what would you guys want to see here? Right? So two separate questions. So let's open this up to Duncan. What do you think we'll see here? And what do you want to see here? What I think we will see there is smoke and mirrors, and uh, we'll see a whole lot. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, hell monkeys loving that and hearing them at the same time. I, I think we're going to see a lot of uh, talking and a lot, not a lot of showing. I think it's just going to be a whole day of thing. If you're going in there expecting major stadium announcements, I think you're going to be disappointed. Uh, what I would like to see here. My number one thing I would like them to say and do, and I know this is going to go down really well, is they are going to come out and say they're dumping Linux, they're going Windows-based, and they're going to just dump as many games as possible onto Stadia and just speed up the porting process. I know that is one of their talks. Uh, they've got three talks. They've got a keynote, which is only 15 minutes long. Uh, yeah. for Yes. It's it's not that long. The uh, and their whole uh, Stadia thing is only an hour long, and uh, so I, again, I will not be don't be going in expecting an absolutely ton of thing. That this talk here is for me probably the the, the most interesting one and um, the one I want to see the most from because uh, uh, as. As much we as we don't like saying it, bringing games to Stadia is time. It costs time and it costs money, 
um, making it easier to bring the games if they actually talk to the devs is going to be uh, it's going to be key because games are what sell the platform and as we have seen with Rainbow Six Siege over the last week, week and a half, that has generated a bit of buzz and it has got people trying Stadia. So I, I'm just hoping there's going to be something along them lines. However, if you're a Stadia fan, I hate saying this because you really shouldn't be saying this, and no matter which console is your favourite and all that, you should be going in with expectations at rock bottom this is a developers summit not something for for the actual gamers out there okay well you heard it here keep your expectations low because you might be disappointed let's check in with you Holtz. what are you hoping to see here and what do you think we'll see well, I'm not keeping my expectations low because at least I've got something that I want to see. I just want them to show you a big, huge screen once again with the developers that are coming and working with Stadia. And then once I see that, my brain will go probably in overdrive and say I see like <laughs> Banzo Namco, they're coming to Stadia. And I'll be like, yes, another publish that I really like. Okay, it's a developers meeting. But then my brain will say, oh, that must mean maybe Digital One Survive, Paw Patrol the Movie, um, maybe Scarlet Nexus, Elden Ring, a Dragon Ball Z Kakarot game. And then if I see Capcom, I'll be like, oh, maybe we're getting the remasters of Red and Evil and Street Fighter. And then if I see Sega again, I'll be going, Lost Judgment and Demon Slayer the game. So they all they have to say to me is that they're working and they're bringing games, and I'll just yeah. fill in the rest. So it can be a disappointing because it's just focused on the developers, but I'll sort of like, I'll be hyping it up myself. Okay, fair enough. How about you, Gamer TV? What what are you hoping to see, and what do you think we'll see from this event? Um, you know, firstly, I have to say, Holtz, that that was a great way to um sum that up. <laughs> you you kind of got me excited just listening to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm kind of with Duncan as well. Keep your expectations low. Um, it's a it's a dev conference, but um, I'm expecting more on the lines of how to work with the platform once your games are already there such as the marketing side how to check analytics and and run different campaigns against your uh, game within the stadia ecosystem on the developer side because they i mean it's it's tightly integrated with um uh, google ads so i expect us to see a lot of that for for devs a lot a lot of learning a lot of new information there and Perhaps there are a few new metrics that um, we can tap into to really understand how the game is performing. But um, what I'd like to see, exactly what Holt said, man. I want to see who you're working with. I want, I want a roadmap. I want to know what's next. Um, anything technical? Um, are we going to up- upgrade the blades? Uh, or are we just going to gloss over that and, and, and stick to what John Justice said some time ago about not really, really announcing things? So we'll see. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. GTP, man, what are you hoping to see and what do you think we'll see from this event? Yeah, I think everybody's pretty much hitting on the same thing. Um, the first thing I want to say is I feel like I'm in a different podcast 
from our normal like Holtz is freaking super positive today. Like he's like really positive about all the platforms and I'm freaking loving it. Like GFN, but like GFN yeah, was yeah. good for Holtz. Like I'm like, hell yeah. I don't even know what's going on. This is great. It's a shock factor. That's what it is. It's, I'm the entire I don't think I've heard, I don't think I've heard Holt say anything positive about GFN in probably five or six months. Right? But, January. He's still drunk. He's still yeah, drunk. That's what I'm, it is. I'm still I'm still laughing my head off because even though I'm praising it, a lot of people saying eh, it was okay. We can then the polls yeah. are reflecting always against what I'm saying. So it's like. Uh, I think uh, I, I think it's it. because your team made it to the finals. I think you're still right in that way. <laughs> could man. be. He's could feeling be. it, man. He's feeling yeah, it. And, and Ace had time to beat a freaking game. See, he never I, had time uh, to beat it. So. That's it. That's that's exactly it. Ace, I'm chant. I'm chant. It's coming home. And there's me going. It's coming to clouds. It's coming to cloud. So it's it's awesome. Uh, it's awesome though. It just feels yeah. like a different podcast today. Yeah. Um. Really cool. Look, uh, similar for everybody else. I, I want to see stuff that we're not going to see. I, I want juicy stuff. I want numbers and pro subscribers and free users and things like that that we just like to be able to dive into. We're not going to get any of that. Uh, and like Duncan said, go in with low expectations. And if they throw something out there really cool, like Holtz is saying, like a roadmap being the thing I would like to see. Uh, one of the biggest things I've been harping on since the SG&E situation and, and kind of closing off the first party thing is, okay, but what's the new direction? And if you could please communicate that to your existing base and new gamers, that would really be great. Like if we could get a real idea of the meat that's going to be going on with Stadia going forward. And the other thing being a big one is um, the bringing over games. That I think, like Duncan said, that's the most interesting part because one big thing that has to change with Stadia is bringing the games. Uh, they need to be able to bring more games. It needs to be easier. It can't cost $10 million every time they want to get a AAA. Um, they don't make the money back. These things aren't sustainable. So I want to see a more streamlined system come together that can help Stadia do the kind of correcting that we're always saying they need to do. Besides marketing and all that, we've got the whole side of how hard it is to actually bring these games over, how expensive it is, the resources, and that type of thing. So I want to see a lot more about that. True. Sure. If they go Windows it. from Linux, it will... So super change the, the porting. So two of you guys have said that. How difficult do you think that would be? So that would mean they'll have to change all of the server blades, right? I mean that that sounds how no. software only. No. So they they may yeah. have to run the existing ports on a Linux closed. You know there may have to still be a shadow uh, of Stadia running those games, but then they would be able to bring new games over. They could easily change. Um, the software that that would be capable of running the current hardware, and then they have the issues of like the new Stadia development kit and things that uh, Gamer TV would know more about than me when it comes mm -hmm. to to making that changeover, so they can help them. But that would so many developers are already used to Windows 10 and the upcoming Windows 11 and the feature sets right. and stuff like that. It could it could really give Stadia a jump start as far as the content that we're always talking about because they need that they they need a boost in content. True. So Gamer TV, um, how how does this process work? Do you just give like a percentage? Mm -hmm. Do you think this is something that they can do? And do you think this is something that we'll see? It, it's definitely something that they can do, okay. but um, it'll be time consuming. Okay. Um, they need to rewrite a lot of code and right. create a lot of hooks. You know, the, if, if they, if they choose to continue to run Stadia, I guess in the background on the current Linux plat platform and create hooks to connect a new Windows environment to it. That's one way, but that's, you're also going to degrade performance that way. 
And with cloud, you want every little bit of or ounce of performance that you can squeeze out of it. So you need an entirely new Stadia build for Windows. And and that'll take a a lot of time to really perfect and and get going. But um, but it's definitely possible. Hardware can stay the same. Um, New drivers change out a few components here and there. But at the end of the day, it's 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 something that can be done in Google. They have the manpower to to make it happen and money. But um, will they do something like that? I, I highly doubt it because they're very stubborn and and they're big in 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 the open source world. And and um, I, I think they care more about open source than they do Stadia. Mm. Okay. Okay. So we'll wait and see if they do make that type of announcement. But I think we were talking about Luna early, and you know we were talking about like some of the benefit of Luna. And again, when they get everything firing and all cylinders, how they'll uh, you know make make a dent in yeah. the cloud game space. And them having Windows is a big one, right? It's so huge. Being able to just bring games to the platform again, you've seen all these games that again and seeing it run as well as it does already. Right, should show that when they come out of beta, man, being able to get games on there should not be an issue. So, yeah, it's... yeah. I, I, I pulled up the actual length of the talk. So, Stadia keynote is fifteen minutes. Why? 15... What? Yeah. Well, so it, it's a developer conference. They don't still... need to talk about games. They need to talk about what's important to developers, not what's important to consumers. Dude, yeah. yeah. Uh, why call it a key 15 minute keynote what the hell are you gonna say hi this is google stadium this is- yeah i mean well, the- off you go <laughs> yeah. um I-, I think honestly so like there was an article recently that i saw about the the creator of linux the guy that that started it is fighting for its life for survival because nobody is using it anymore like the the amount of people using linux has degraded so much in recent years they're pretty much um, Google is the only major company that I'm aware of that still use a hev- uses a heavily Linux-based kernel. Um, everybody else has shifted to either Mac or PC. I mean, that's all, that's that. There, there's it's really hard to develop something for something like Stadia um, on on a Linux-based platform. And, and and honestly, most of Google's cloud based infrastructure from what i understand is open source it's on linux or some version of it um and and if they want to move forward at a faster rate um they've kind of got to start moving away from that um everybody else is using you know like azure or aws and stuff like that and i know that they don't want to plug their competitors but if they want to succeed going forward marketing wise and performance and accelerating keeping up with technology then they need to start moving that direction Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and the other talks are pretty interesting, we will say. The, the two other talks are this, this time porting, inserting, more time creating. Uh, learn from Stadia product managers about how we're making it more efficient to bring games to Stadia with significant investors, investments in cloud-native tooling and automated certification processes, as well as third-party engine improvements is the first one. And that is uh, 25 minutes. And uh, the, the, the last talk uh, in this hour-long session uh, is bring 
bringing you value to studio partners. This, this one may pick up uh, some uh, uh, ears here, is brand new incentives are coming to Stadia and they empower developers to drive their success in awesome ways. Come learn how to make the most out of publishing your game on Stadia and take advantage of everything the platform has to offer. So I think you could go well down speculation alley with that one. Yeah. But here's the thing, what happens when publishers do come to the uh, studio with a game and they get ignored? Like we've seen, you know, that it's been heavily highlighted. Hey, we said we weren't going to do it. And it's been ha it's happened in the past. <laughs> no, but this, it's, this, all it's all good, go for it. Duncan's led me into the point I was going to make. So they're speaking a lot about working with partners and making it easier to bring games. Now, Please don't just say this. Don't, you know, blow smoke up our asses, you know, the old smoke and mirrors thing. Actually go out and do it. Like, don't just say you're going to do it. Actually make it easier. Stop ignoring people because with the way the world is, social media, one tweet can affect and have an impression on millions of people. And Stadia was already in the bad person you know the poor perception area as it is they do not need that what they need is developers coming out and saying stadium look at sky climbers for instance this big game that, that everyone's looking forward to it's going to be coming out next year uh, the, the community got behind that they, they really like the game and and from that and from that social media presence they managed to work together and now sky climbers is going to be on stadium it's going to be on gfn probably won't be on luna um so that's the opposite end of the spectrum. And so I just want to see them doing as they say they're going to do here. Uh, I don't know much about, you know, the software and the Linux-based things, but um, other guys are more, you know, uh, up, up, you know, know more about that than I. But on a social media front, you know, you just, you don't need, you don't need this bad press. You can't say one thing and do another mm -hmm. because we'll pick up on it. That's the world we live in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just to kind of just jump in quickly on that stadium makers issue, and I'll I'll show the other side of that. I mean, they, they probably have hundreds of indie developers, you know, kicking their door down to try to get onto the platform in some way, shape, or form. So, a few will be missed here and there. Some, I mean, and I'm sure there are are another thirty or forty of them that hadn't heard back either. So it's it's just kind of you know where they are within the process. I I can't really speak for them because I don't have that level of inside information, but I am willing to give them kind of a pass on a situation like this only because they they probably talked to 200 indie devs and missed about 40 of them. And you know, one out of the 40 probably decided to make a little noise on Twitter about the situation and and I'm or two. I, I'm not going to demean or or you know, marginalize their issues. But at the same time, there eh, there's a give, give and take. I mean, I have clients that I just I didn't even know they've reached out to me until months later. I checked my backlog of emails and like, holy crap, out of the 50 clients that I work with, I, I missed five of them. Sheesh, I'm sorry about that. So, uh, you know, I'm a little more forgiving in that respect. Yeah, no, that's that's actually a great point. GMRTV, um, one that maybe i overlook because it's google this is a massive company and i'm i'm in the camp of how difficult is it to go to have someone go through the back well great we haven't reached out to these people that have reached out to us yet can we get in contact with them and tell them that we are you know 
got a, a high demand and we will get to you you know how, how is is that difficult yeah no i, I agree with you i think uh, um the overall process probably isn't what it should be um they're a large company but then again the stadia division i'm not sure what they're working with over there um <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. so it, it's a little weird <laughs> I've I've mentioned that in the past. It sort of seems like I mean, a lot of people left. That's been that's been highlighted. I feel like with just some some of the things that have happened, like the, the price difference and the blog not coming out because it's July Fourth weekend. Like, is there only two people working there or something? You know, <laughs> should, you know, like it uh, sort of feels like they're running really thin. Yeah. If they can, if they can't. You know, do simple things like that, and that that really that really annoys me. That doesn't matter to the way though. That just uh, that's the impression I get anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm working on a support issue that's about three months old. <laughs> I can't create a video capture at all. No matter where I play Stadia, I cannot create a video capture. And and I'm talking to the same robot for like the last three months. <laughs> I'm, like, I, I'm sending over email replies that just doesn't make sense now. I'm like, oh, yeah, my TV's great. Don't you love watching the new Superman and Lois show? And they're like, well, can you tell me more about your problem? You know, I'm like, oh, God, this is pointless. So, you know. That, that's well, a good point. Like, you know how many people are working again like missing the blog post are you missing it right because number one you don't have the information or number two you can't share the information or number three just people are too lazy to do the jobs to get this up and running you know like what stuff like that should not you don't see gfn missing gfn thursdays right since they started doing that they've been consistent to bring it on thursdays sometimes even earlier for for us creators so in a way like who's dropping the ball when it comes to again these 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 anyway don't want to get so I, I, was, I, was, I was going to quickly say um you know i know the pr team are terrible um, you know can't blame them but and you can't blame them because they're, they're terrible but for me it's just a casual... they, they, they have a pr team I thought yeah, it was just yeah, community so, yeah. managers. Okay. Yeah. So so to me, just being a casual gamer for me, I don't see all these like social um social media issues and stuff like that. I just go to the Stadia store or I go to YouTube content creators and then I just look and see what games are coming to Stadia. So when I look what games are coming, I'm like, oh, there's multiple U- um, Ubisoft titles. There's potentially two EA games coming. There's potentially a Sega game. And to me, I'm seeing that Stadia is supporting the developers that I like, and I don't see any other information that's saying that they're not. So uh, maybe it's just for people who are in the know that the dodging developers. And if they actually did, I'm putting this, playing devil's advocate here, if they worked with more indie devs, I'll be the first one to say, I don't want this cloud service. It's full of indies. So I'd rather have the developers that I support. I just I just want to get this out here. Uh, bef- we are not hitting on Chris or Grace or anybody there. I think if we're saying it's a tiny crew, we think they just need more support. But I'd be right in saying that. One hundred thousand billion dollars. I just want to get out there just in case our, our what we've been saying gets misconstrued slightly. We're, we're not we're not slagging off the, the people who are doing their jobs. It's I think they just maybe need some more support there. Right. Right. I mean, community managers are great and we need them. Um, they're great for handling the community, 
but we need PR people that are the face of the company that are handling inquiries with the devs and the publishers and the media dealing with people like Kotaku and The Verge and stuff like that. And we don't really have that right now that we, at least not that we see publicly. Can I say mm-hmm. something about the community manager? Um, all right. So they can do better. I'm just going to be hundred percent real. Shout outs to Grace, shout outs to Chris doing the job. But realistically speaking, out of all the cloud gaming, let's take Microsoft out of there because they, I'm not seeing uh, the, the marketing team at some point, but when it comes to like managing the community, um, can I, can I just stop you there? I'm just, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. They're, they're doing a cloud stream all next week. I saw yeah. that. I saw yeah. that. So hopefully that's something new, something good. But realistically, like I was saying, out of all of the people that we're working with, I would have to say just Stadia is, <laughs> I don't want to bash them, but they're, they're down there, man, when it comes to just community support. So again, I don't know if it's PR, I don't know if it's Grace, I don't know if it's Chris, but you guys can, I mean, we saw what they did. Let me just say this, I'm going to shut my mouth. We saw what they did with the launch of Rainbow Six. That should be something that, happens more frequent frequently more consistently and it's like that happened and it's not happening anymore like yo don't just support one game you know like have that be something i praise them when that happened we need more of that you know um anyway that's that's all i have to say with that but i was i was just gonna add in there you know chris and grace could have their hands tied because they are the the leaders in there they they have to answer to someone above them you know in the higher ups in google and that's that's what really bugs me with not google are not a consumer-based company even though they sell a lot of consumer products and services they are the absolute worst at working with the you know the general public your your, your general consumers and I just feel like that the hands have been tied in what they can and can't do. Um, and since Shackers came in, uh, that we, we seem to be seeing some changes, you know, in the community front and the and the PR front and the social media front, which is great and long may it continue. I just hope they get they get to take the reins off and they get to be more creative. Let's do more, you know, community um, events like let, let's let them run run live streams on you know the Stadia YouTube channel that why why aren't they doing crowd playing crowd choice things and all that on on there you know and getting involved with the community um that, that's how you get the name out there and and, and get it out to a wider audience and, and let the, let those guys do what you're paying them to do let them interact and engage with the community and and that sort of way that shows off you know what stadia can do so um, I, I hear that 100%. Let's check in with GTP. I know he doesn't speak until he's called on, but I'm curious to know what I don't know. But if I got a butt, I'll butt. But, okay, you know, I like to listen. Fun. I really love to take in everything all you guys have to say. I mean, yeah. we know. We talk in the background all the time. Yeah. Um, it's, it's actually pretty cool. We've all become pretty pretty good friends in the, in the background. Um, look, I, I've said a good bit about, about Stadia. I, I've tried to get to the point where while... <laughs> I won't drag Duncan in, but we probably still agree on a lot of our original statements from back in February and March about the roadmap of Stadia's future and things they need to do and brandings and ways to bring games and all kinds of different stuff and and how are they going to survive and and make it. 
And there's many issues with, with Stadia, but the, the biggest one, and I'm still sitting here thinking about it, because when Gamer TV said the statement, it really was impactful when he said he felt like Google cared more about open source than they do Stadia. And mm-hmm. while that would obviously make a lot of sense, um, that's like, ouch, because look at the difference between Xbox and Microsoft. We are now going to get a Windows 11 that's geared so heavily towards gaming and taking features right. from Xbox that they've encroached and like gaming's taken over Microsoft. Google, there's no Stadia takeover. There's no love. There's no connection. And I think... That's the biggest issue with Stadia. We need roadmaps, we need numbers, we need content, we need player base, we need marketing, we need all these things to come together for Stadia, but nothing, literally nothing, none of that can happen if Stadia and Google aren't hand-in-hand, arm-in-arm, going together and creating a great gaming product. And I just haven't seen Google care about Stadia since its launch, for for me, for, for my opinion. That's just the way I've seen it. They just don't seem to care about its success enough. And I want to see that change because that's the only way Stadia can change. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you said that. And if you watch the GDC, and I bring this up, and I think it's quite funny, but if you watch the GDC when uh, the CEO of um, Google uh, came up and was introduced in Stadia, his first statement is, I'm not a gamer. You know, like, it, he he talked about, like, the, the games that he played, and it's not, like, true, uh, you know, AAA games, but... I, I think that paints the picture of a whole. I mean, he's the guy like in charge of Google, in charge of. So he's not a big gamer. That's that's what he started off with. But then he brought Phil Harrison in, who he I'm assuming hired to run the State Department. But it it almost sounds like I'm not a big gamer. I know the the potential of gaming. I know how much people can reach. I know you know like how much money can make for us as a company. So this is why, you know, this is what we are trying to do. This is why we're creating this product. Other than like, you know, I'm I'm passionate about gaming. Like I I think what you guys are saying here is 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 true as to like Google's focus is not about like gaming is not a big fact like factor for Google as a whole seems like they're doing it to get something out of it instead of doing it because you know something that they value is a there's company. a ton of money to make in gaming and i've said before i feel like if you're as old as me and you watch kevin costner and field of dreams i feel like they went with the if you build it they will come mentality and right. if we build the best cloud gaming tech which to date today they still have um the the games will come the players will come, and that's not how gaming works. Gaming is way less about the, the tech, even though we love to get into all that, than it is about the warmness, the experiences, the community, and feeling like the company that you're gaming with cares about the games that you're playing. And I just feel yeah. like sometimes for a lot of people, Stadia feels cold and heartless, you know, like Google Ooh. and, and them. They're just not together when it comes right. to to really making people feel that, that kind of gaming love there. So... so- that might be something that needs to be looked at, you know, instead of like all this stuff we request and we roadmaps and more games, maybe changing that part of things, you know. Um, but again, like I said, the change that happened with Jun Justice being gone and this shift happened, and I think overall, 
that might be a good thing because what they were doing previously wasn't working and they made this internal shift. So let's see, hopefully, if that can make a difference with this whole platform as a whole. Can I say something just based off from uh, Jerry's comment on um, Xbox basically taking over Microsoft or feeling that way? Um, So just something to get you guys thinking. Um, This is a perspective thing. I've read a few books on like futurism and where AI is going and all that stuff. Uh, people losing their sense of purpose because more, more and more jobs are getting automated. Their jobs are more meaningless, things like that. Um, there's a reason you're seeing a shift um, in Microsoft's perspective, um, all the movie theaters, all the channels. Um, it, everything's very entertainment driven now. Um, to fill people's time more than ever. The fact that we have millennials and Gen Z, that that kind of pushes it even more uh, between being a generational thing and a purpose thing. Um, and companies know that. They're, they're, they're targeting that. Um, Google should know that now as well. I mean, they have the Google Home speakers and the smart home stuff. They're filling your life with stuff like that. Um, they need to be focusing harder on Stadia because every other company knows that. Um, it, it's entertainment is more valued than ever before in terms of Western civilization. Yeah. So Ace, a, let me, let me piggyback yeah, off of what you sure, were saying earlier, sure. man, about the John justice thing, because it makes sense. It, it ties into, it ties in neatly with, um, you know, everything been just mentioned as well. Um, and sometimes in the community we have a um, we have blinders on if we love a love a product or a brand so much we're like oh Stadia is okay Stadia is doing well Stadia is doing fine if they were well doing fine doing okay they wouldn't have made all of these changes someone internally with Google they're like hey things are not okay things are not well and things are not fine so let's not lie to ourselves we need to change something to make this right. thing work so it's good to see that internally someone has realized that yeah versus us out here in the community still lying to ourselves oh it's okay everything's fine state is this and state is that no if they if they can be truthful internally at google and stadia we need to be the same way externally and hopefully we can get there sure sure so again, this shift might be what Stadia needs. Uh, I, I, so here's the thing. I'll just give my take and then we'll move to PlayStation now. So I'm excited about this. Um, I think you guys are right on what we'll see. It's probably just, um, you know, just, uh, I don't know what we'll see. What I'm hoping, I'll, I'll talk about that. What I'm hoping to see is Stadia has not had any major public, um, any major public uh announcement or event since the closure of the first party studio devs talk within the industry right whatever happened there i'm sure right most devs are not too happy with how that situation was handled so here's uh stadia holding another dev summit right you have to build trust somehow so hopefully are you cutting that sadie so 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 hopefully so, hopefully though you sorry get, i thought i was muted that you get so let me see if i can that real quick let's see if there we go so hopefully they do like do stuff to reinstall faith with devs right hopefully they say okay like this is what happened that this is what we plan to do but 
I'm going into this with expectations. I, again, this is the first conference that you guys are giving us since the closure. We don't know the plan of, of this platform moving forward. I know it's just for devs, but if I was a dev, I'll have a lot of questions. You want me to bring my game to your platform and all of these happen? You need to address them. So I'm hoping that through this, we do get some answers for devs at least, you know, not the consumers. But again, this is the first conference since all that happened. I'm, jeez, if I don't hear stuff regarding the future of this platform or what happened, I, I as a dev, I, I would not invest in this platform. So I'm hoping we see something along those lines. See, I must be a totally different consumer than all you guys because I don't really go on Twitter or Facebook and I don't go to Kotaku's and I don't go to IGN's and I don't want me Google speaker or me telly be flooded with advertisement that I don't want. All I do is I just go to YouTube, get a notification from the channels that I watch, like Stadia or PSN. And it actually goes, this game is coming soon to the platform. And that is how I know a game trailer is coming. I could log into, I don't know, my Series X or the PlayStation Store, and I guarantee you guarantee you that by going to pre-orders, I wouldn't even know half of them games are coming to that platform. Because it was not in my influence, it wasn't in my sphere of influence. So they're doing something well for the games that I like, but I understand, yes, if they want to get passed to more gamers than me, they have to do stuff. But at the moment, it is working for the likes of me. True. All right. So let's let's shift uh, to PlayStation. I'm looking at the time. Kind of, we still got Xbox to kind of talk about here too. So we had some games to release for this platform. Just going to list them off. God of War made a return to the platform. Near two, Nia Neo. However, you guys want to pronounce it too. It's a pretty good game. Again, I think I believe it's PlayStation exclusive. We have Judgment coming, and it's going to be leaving, I believe this in October. It's quite interesting because I think um, Lost, the sequel, comes out close to that time as well. And then we have Red Dead Redemption 2, which was announced, but that's not cloud-based. That's only available exclusively to the consoles. I don't know. The, people are saying that's the first time it's happened. I don't follow PlayStation now to know that, but... Overall, just going to open it up. What, what's your take on these? And, oh, forgot. We had the Sega Olympic Games releasing on there as well, which is a game that costs $50 on Google Stadia. Um, so it's pretty cool to see them get that as well. Um, but, yeah, just going to open this up and just get y'all's take on the PlayStation news for this week. Again, I think when I checked the charts, PlayStation was dominating too. Uh, Monkey, what, what's your take on that? So I, I was I was gonna go first um, because I have almost despised PlayStation for years now, and um, just we see we've seen every other platform coming and then cloud gaming is coming, and they are opening up. You know they want everybody to to be in their ecosystem in some way or form, and PlayStation have just stuck to their old ways, and PlayStation now for me, not so long ago was absolutely dreadful. But just like that, it's changed. It is so much better. The PC app's running fantastically well. With the NVIDIA upscaling that you can do and the, the AI rendering that you do, it, God of War looks absolutely crisp at 1080 on my PC, man. And I was so impressed. Nio 2 was the same. Once I, I, had, I had a few issues, but they were on my end. Uh, I got them sorted out. And now... 
I'm really liking it again. And there's such a huge collection of PlayStation exclusive games there that I haven't played that are all there I can jump into whenever I want. And the way it's running now, I know I'm going to have a good experience, give or take the odd the odd networking issue here and there that we may get from time to time. But no, I'm excited. So I want to see I want to see PlayStation do more. Really happy with this month. The Olympic Games, as you say, Ace, that's a fifty dollar game, fifty bucks game. That's only just out a couple of weeks ago, and it's on the service. Um, and you can pick. Uh, I think you can pick PlayStation you know, up for fifty pounds for the year right now. Is that? About yeah, right. 60, yeah, yeah, sixty for us. Like yeah. the price of a game count, uh, a game for the platform. Yeah, yeah. So uh, all of that and the way it's running is is uh, yeah, yeah. Kudos, kudos to PlayStation. Well done. Yeah, great, great games running so much better than it used to, and you have one of the most uh, one of your most hated consumers back on board with how well it's running. <laughs> So they're doing something right. Uh, yeah, let's, no, yeah. Let's, let's check it with Duncan. What's your take on the PlayStation Now news? Yeah, uh, what's the latest running in the pool? So we can see. Let's have a check here. <laughs> I can't believe that poll results are. Where, where are we at? 23%? <laughs> are you kidding me? I, what I find uh, historical about this poll here, PlayStation Now has absolutely had the best week in cloud gaming by an absolute landslide. Yeah. Uh, if Stadia is the best, that means G or according to GeForce Now must have had an absolute stellar, as we as we discussed earlier, because there's such a crossover in games, and GFN have got the big game on Stadia this week, and uh, nine others as well. I don't know what's going on. They've, PlayStation have just dropped dropped it. They have brought in God of War. They've got a, what I call a near-day dating release in the Olympics as well. They've got Neo 2. They bring the content, and content is king, and they have got exclusive content, which you will not be able to play anywhere else. PlayStation have done extremely well. I am disappointed with the Red Dead Redemption 2 news, that it's only yeah. console only. I think that's a bit naughty. Uh, because it's meant to be Clyde only. Yeah. But even if you even if you exclude Red Dead Redemption 2 because it's not Clyde, this is still an absolute banging month for PlayStation now. And it's uh if you have not played God of War, you need to go oh my play God of War. And I'm gonna do one tiny plug if I can. Can I do a wee tiny plug? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are giving away to PlayStation Now 12 month cards. So oh. if, Check that's, our Twitter page for uh, Cloudy with Games, and you could win one of them. That's some good stuff. That's what sixty dollars. That's a hundred twenty dollars US dollar value. Make sure you check that out for sure. I already good signed stuff. up for that. Put my name on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, Doug. I mean, seriously. First of all, God of War. So I'm getting back into it. I bought it in PS4 for some reason. I didn't play it, but now I'm playing them PlayStation now. And man, that game is incredible. And it looks good, especially like if you. I did a video showcasing how you can use Shadow because it has a NVIDIA graphics card to upscale to play in the cloud. And it, man, it runs really well and it looks really good. Highly, highly recommend that game for sure. So good take on that. GTP, did you 
try it. Hey, not patting myself on the back, but I've been trying to tell people since like January of this year that PlayStation upgraded the streams 1080 60. They've done some stuff to make the games work better. And we've started highlighting this hardware accelerated um, upscaling and stream smoothing. It's two technologies built into the PC app and only the PC app to to handle that stuff. And it's done a phenomenal job. Is it a console experience? No, it's still cloud. Um, It's still on your PC, but... I'll tell you the excitement for PS Now, and I'm watching the comments go over here, it's not so that you can play PC games from the cloud. It's so that you can play PlayStation games as a non-PlayStation owner on PC, just like people are excited that they could play Xbox games on a PC without owning an Xbox. So every time PS Now works well for somebody and gets a good game like God of War, which is obviously one of the best PS4 games to throw on there, and we know it's not leaving, so you don't have to worry about your oh. save. We've, we've, I've talked about Spider-Man a million times, oh uh, goodness, not being able to no. beat that before they pulled it. Um, you know, it's, it's working really well. Uh, God of War, uh, I, uh, was it Chief's video? You guys did a 4K upscale. I did a 1440p yeah. upscale. I haven't done the 4K one uh, yet, um, but it works great. It, normally, if I'm streaming 1080p and looking at my 1440p monitor, because good PC monitors don't upscale, um, it's bad. I, I'm sure, Ace, you, you know. Yeah. If you, I don't know if it's you have true. a 14. Well, yeah, yeah. It, it's not great when you take yeah. 1080 But if you take, even GFN these days is doing fantastic. But staying on PS now, if you take that hardware um, features they have on the PC and you're sitting at a 1440p or 4K monitor, I'm not saying it's a native resolution, but... Man, it's it's a really good experience, and I'll, I'm playing through some more God of War there. And you know, the thing about Red Dead Two, I've heard people say this is the first game. I don't want to say it isn't because I don't have the list in front of me. But if you go on a PS Five right now and bring up PS Now, you're gonna see games that you can only download and not stream. There's more than it's it's not just one game. This happens. PS Now is not just a cloud service. PS Now is a service to bring. It was for backwards compatibility. It was born out of the idea that they couldn't do what Microsoft was doing at the time. So they wanted to bring PS1, PS2, PS3. They wanted to bring games downloadable and streamable. PS Now didn't just be there for the cloud. So there's been more than just Red Dead, and there's going to be more games in the future that are downloadable to your console and not streamable in the cloud. It's going to happen. Uh, kind of how Game Pass is doing now with xCloud. May eventually everybody will get there where hopefully everything goes cloud too. But the excitement behind PS Now is that it's working so well and that you can yeah. play some of these games on your pc if you don't have a playstation and i know a lot of people that never got ps4 aren't getting ps5 and they can go play god of war and they're freaking out they're really really loving it yeah it's crazy gtp let me paint this picture for you man right imagine next month they release spider-man put it there permanently then the following month ghost of tsushima right and then the following month the last of us 2 right imagine like imagine that yeah. I mean, that service... Look, nobody's going to knock the power of PlayStation exclusives. They, you know, crazy. Everybody's got their positive negative. They're great at cinematic experiences. They have some of the best when it comes to some of those single-player campaign uh, you know, exclusives. Like you're saying, if they've like started putting one... Like, we wouldn't even complain if it was one a month, right? Yeah. Like, you start giving us one a month on PS <laughs> Now, tell me it's not leaving. You yeah. know what I mean? It's staying there. And, and all of a sudden, all these people on PC that never wanted to buy a console are like, wait, I yeah. can play God of War. I can play Last right. of Us 2. It, it would really be exciting if they start doing that. Right. 
and the potential's then, there. Yeah, and something I was realizing uh, is they can bring old IPs. For instance, Res- uh, Resistance Fall of Man or Resistance yep. 3 is on there. And I went back to playing that again and again. It runs well, looks good. I'm just like, imagine if they bring like Warhawk, Soulcom. These are oh, beloved yeah. franchise that P- I would not mind playing Soulcom again on PlayStation now if it ever I was actually looking for that game bummer it wasn't there but <laughs> yeah. man they can do so much with the PlayStation yeah. now service man it's crazy can they but... maybe add a search bar like we we slated we slated <laughs> yeah. Stadia you know Google yeah. for having such a poor yeah. search bar yeah. PlayStation please get a search bar the UI needs oh yeah cuz Oh, yeah, what we'll, we'll go through A to Z. <laughs> the UI is so bad. Yeah. Bad. There's nothing worse with A to Z when you think it's like Last of Us and you look for L and you go, oh, it's the there, Last of Us. Yeah. Oh, the people do. <laughs> Damn it, I've been scrolling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gamer, what's your take on uh, PlayStation now news this week? Um, you know, I think it was positive. Um, and I've been pretty harsh on Stadia and GFN, but I can. Um, be a little lighter with PS now. I mean, they, they've done a great job this week. Um, and like you guys said, I won't take much time, but yeah, you bring these exclusives. I believe that's all that matters at the end of the day, if the performance is well and or good enough, uh, graphics are good enough, you bring the exclusives and now you're like, okay, the convenience of cloud is everywhere and what's left. And that's all we're going to look towards. You know, where can I play this game or that game or whatever? We we don't really want a a platform where you you can play the, the AAA games anywhere. I mean, my options are just limited at this point. Um, but when you talk about PS Now and Xbox game streaming, I mean, these guys they're they're going to have the exclusives. Yeah. And, and and that's what you, you really want. That That's almost the purpose of cloud to play something that you can't play anywhere else um, without investing a ton of cash and in, in, in hardware. Yeah. So. Yeah. What this shows me is that they can compete. Right. Uh, did you, again, performance wise, I feel like they're getting up there. Right. And look wise is looking pretty well. Again, the Xbox Cloud Gaming is still 1080p, and so is uh, GFN right now. So they're up there with them when it comes to resolution. All they need is just having the games that don't leave, man. If they can really invest... I mean, they have Marvel, the Avengers. It shows that they can get third-party AAA games. They just got to keep them longer, man. You know? Um, Anyway... They have leverage, though. You know that. I mean, it's oh, PlayStation, yeah. Xbox. Oh, yeah. They have so much leverage. They'll say, hey, man, your game isn't leaving. And, and these developers, they'll say, okay, cool. Well, what's yeah. what's the kickback for us? It's like right. your PlayStation, your Microsoft, fine. The game right. will stay. Right. True. <laughs> yeah, and that, let's be honest as well. Like PlayStation have the most loyal fan base in, in gaming. Maybe Nintendo's close to it, so you know when when cloud does come full circle and it becomes more mainstream, th- those PS ponies are going to be shouting PS now from the rooftops, and and they have games, they have the games, they're on there already. They just need to maybe add a, a, just a wee bit more, a wee bit more. I don't think we're going to get day and date games. I don't think PlayStation will ever do that, but. If, if they give us them maybe six to six to six months to a year down the line, 
and hopefully come onto more devices. But I think that's a wee bit in the future. You know, let's let's see Android and iOS hopefully, oh, um, and re- and really see them really see them put put out the the, the streaming service. You know, to to the next level. See, I'm I'm already starting to get impatient. I mean, the PlayStation Five's been out for eight nine months, and I'm like, "Where's Bugs Feet? Where's um, you know, Oddworld Soulstorm? Where's um, you know, little not a bit what Sackboy's Big Adventure? Why aren't they bringing at least the lower exclusives or the lower PS Five titles that That's are point, right? on PS Four to the cloud? So does just give us hope that that will be coming. There will be PlayStation Five S games coming to the service. Yeah, Sony, they they can do so much with PS Now. And again, they, they're in the hot seat. for This was a good week, but they're still in the hot seat for me. Um, they, they have a lot of work to do um, with, with cloud gaming as a whole. They, like we were saying, they, they're not that far off, but for some reason, they're just taking their time with it. But I was going to say, they've put doubt in my mind. Now, you know, having a big game like Red Dead Redemption 2, the size of that game and the quality, to put it on downloads only. This service yeah. was started off as a streaming service. Then they brought in the downloadable option, and now they're only saying downloads only. They fractured me away from the service. Yeah. So, and it's... then, of course, it's good to see God of War, but I've already been stung that they already added, took away all these exclusives. So I know... To a lot, it's actually new for them, but to me, I'm like seeing God of War and the type of game that says, Well, it should have been there yeah. a long time ago, and it was, but then they took it away. <laughs> yeah. And then I was going to say, just quickly, that I'm happy to see Judgment there, I'm happy to see Judgment finally be on there, like it's on other services because I think more eyes on this game, the more the chance we actually see Lost Judgment on more cloud services. Yeah, but you, you don't want to play Judgment PS now, though, it's, it, it's, it's, it's so it, bad. Well, see, na- see now you're saying bad. that it's put me off because I really want to play Neo too, and that's Neo's, like a hack. Neo's okay, actually. That's a hack and slash adventure. Judgment. Yeah. Neo. Once you play the remaster, oh, right, judgment, judgment. you're not you're not going back to the, the PS. Oh, so it so we can praise God of War having upscaled features and go, oh, it looks amazing playing it on PC, but then we shouldn't give it crap because this Judgment look, looks a lot crapper than other services. Oh, we should it's... definitely give judgment crap. It's it's yeah. a terrible point. Or maybe again, it's running not the remastered, but for some reason, just does not run. Yeah, well. if you didn't have new judgment on PS5, Series X, and Stadia to compare it to, it would be different. It would be a different story. Yeah. Yeah. We wouldn't say that. Possibly. If you had a God of War remastered out right now that like boosted PS5 graphics, and then we compare it to God of War yeah. now, we'd be saying the but same thing possibly. about God of War that we. But like I said, didn't it? Look, look, there's there's another company, Microsoft, that's done backwards compatible or family consoles and stuff like that. and they've got all the great games upscaled to like you know whatever 120 hertz yep. so why can't sony be doing that with all these games they should be doing exactly yeah. the same they should be. But that that's the thing though playstation doesn't want to do the exact same as microsoft they want to have something they want to have something different don't they it's that oh they're the big console yeah. rivals so they are going different so, they're going to be downloads only Sony is not in the same position as Microsoft, right? Sony needs to sell hardware. And if you have been following them, the way they operate is when a new generation comes, they still create game software for the old generation expected to have about three to five years after the new generation comes, right? So with this, if they, you know, like we were saying, release all these games, on a month-to-month basis, right? People are not going to buy the PS4. 
which is going to this is where the ps4 actually is at its most profitable because again it's out the door there's a lot out there it's cheaper to produce ships and and the parts needed so when it sells now they actually raking in more cash so for them to put those games and platforms pretty much telling people not to purchase ps4 so in a way that's why i don't think we'll ever unless something changes with the ps5 but I don't see them making that shift right away to battle Microsoft or bringing same day releases right now. Well, if if that's the case, then why they should have just put Red Dead Redemption Two on PlayStation Plus or the PlayStation Collection and just left it there? They should have. Instead of trying to promote, trying to promoting it on a cloud service, it's mixed messaging. Yeah, oh, I feel it is. I don't, I don't get that at all. But uh, let's. Anyone else want to add to Sony PS now before we move to Xbox? Poor Xbox. We always give it a little love, a little time. But um, so a couple of games to release this week. Dragon Quest Builders 2 for the cloud. Tropico 6 for the cloud. And then next week we get in Blood Rods and Farming Simulator 19. And the Medium, July 15th. What do you take on these games coming to xCloud this week? Anyone can just hop in. I was going to quickly say, I'm glad for people who really enjoy these games, but it's definitely not for me. As I've been saying on other services, I don't like simulators and I don't like builders and stuff like that. So to me, it's a bad turn off this week or the next few weeks for the service. The only game that was really interesting to see, and it wasn't even on cloud, was actually Space Jam, A New Legacy. Yeah. I love the old um, Space Jam move, movie and game, so I was hoping to get this nostalgia factor when I see the new Spaceman and uh, Space Jam and New Legacy. I'll actually get that sort of family get together and we'll all play co-op and really enjoy this game, even though it's a sort of beat 'em up style. Again, I'm surprised they missed that in the cloud, but um, yeah, you're right. That would have been a good one to get. How about the medium? Are was... not excited about the medium? Oops. No. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Ben. I was going to agree with Holtz. The as far as Xbox Cloud Gaming goes, there wasn't too much this week that interested me. Uh, Space Jam: A New Legacy uh, got me excited, and then bringing UFC Four to Game Pass as well, even though that's console only, also got me excited. Um, the one thing that did get me excited uh, was a couple of tweets from uh, Game Pass regarding Cloud. Uh, the fact that they're going to spend, I think, all of next week focusing on cloud gaming, bringing in live streamers, showing it off is incredible. Uh, it's that the awareness to cloud gaming is just going to boom next week. <laughs> so close. Sorry, Ben. Lost Five him again. <laughs> so close. I had high hopes too that we were going to make it through. Yeah, yes. Ben, I, I agree. It's going to be cool to see what comes from them, you know, hosting that week event for sure. Um, I think it's cool. I, I wonder, because again, I think Luna started doing this. I wonder if like people have seen that and saying, hey, you know, we should, I mean, Google for the first time, right? Shouting out creators. I mean, when do you see that happening? So I wonder if people are taking note because Luna did it, but I think overall it's pretty cool. You know, I, mean, that... I, I would, I would say Game Pass's Twitter account has been on fire with focusing on cloud all week. Uh, a couple other ads with the music and uh, bringing like Nickelback altered lyrics to focus on cloud gaming and everything they did. Just go back and look at it, and their their Twitter is just on fire and very cloud focused, like the whole week. 
it's awesome. Sneeded. Sneeded. It is. I'll throw cool. in one one interesting thing, if you want to yeah. call it that, because yeah. it is um you know, not every week's gonna be a bang up for everybody. And I don't think uh I think you Ace were saying, you know, it's not necessarily a strong week for cloud in general, if if you want to look right. at it uh, you know, that way. So see if PS now was the most exciting thing with God of War and stuff. Um what I what I do like about this list though is the medium, and the only reason I say that is number one I beat the game. It was it was decent enough. Um, but what I like about it is we know that's a next gen only game, so I get to jump in Ooh, on another upgraded blade true. and try this out, test it, have some fun with it. Not only that, people who have not gotten their hands on a next gen console or their PC couldn't handle that game because it was a little bit tough, um, they'll be able to play that now. So if you're an Xbox you know player or gamer and you missed that exclusive console exclusive that came out. Uh, I definitely recommend jumping into the cloud and trying that. Hopefully it will work good on the new Blades. But that's where my yeah. little bit of excitement is, is to check out another next-gen game on the next-gen hardware. G2P, that's a – go ahead, Duncan. Oh, no, you finish off there. No, I was saying that's a good point. And, again, it's going to be uh, – this is, again, they just got the Series X Blade. This is going to be a good measure of performance to see – Right, the Series X Blade, like, taking advantage of the next gen. This is cool. I mean, this is how Halo – infinite might look this is how Horizon five might horizon five might look so this is good to pay attention to go ahead Yeah, they're Duncan. definitely gearing up for those 27 next gen games or 27 games coming to cloud with a lot of them being next gen right. only right go ahead, Duncan, i was just going to say i think this week for xbox wasn't a bad week it wasn't a great week it was just one of these meh weeks but if yeah. you look what's actually coming in the next two weeks the x cloud it is starting to heat up a, a fair mm-hmm. bit name, uh, name them i don't have the list what what are you seeing we've got the game we've talked about uh there seems to be a, a lot of crossover between all the different services so like chris tales is coming to x cloud at the end of the month uh we've also got the ascent coming as well uh we're coming into the fun period i've got that game pass counter website up because i knew there was a couple of big games coming and I think uh, I, I'm knitting that we may get Fight Sim on uh, XCloud in two weeks' time because they've got the Series X blades there, or we're making a better, we're making a bit of a tease of it. Uh, when it's going to come, and that's uh, two weeks' time as well. We're, we're, it's starting to really heat up with X XCloud, and some of the games coming are just mad. Uh, we're coming into the fun zone, and I, I think we're going to start seeing Xbox really start pushing this. I, I think this week uh, in particular was very clear that xCloud is a big focus going forward. EA are a special case. I think you take any of the EA games out because they are... You throw a dart and... I, I, yeah. No, you can't say it's a special case. No, EA is a big thing. EA should be bringing these Madden and FIFAs too yeah, for the next few weeks. Yes, that's yes. I am. What I'm meaning by there are special cases. They just don't know what they're doing with the cloud. At the <laughs> yeah, it's so true. <laughs> you so don't, true. If, if you take out EA when you're looking at the Game Pass, I know you shouldn't. But if you do, if you take EA out, it looks like most of the games, if not all of the games now, are going to be Game Pass on cloud, which is great to see. And I, I'm hoping this trend continues down the line because th- this week all of them bar the EA game was in the cloud. That's the point I was making. That uh, It's awful that they are not going to the cloud, but that's the way they seem to be uh, 
doing things, which I think they need to change unless they've got something else uh, brewing in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Any last thoughts with Xbox Cloud Gaming? Gamer, what's your take? Um, uh, yeah, it was a uh, a decent week. Not nothing special, but like uh, Jerry said, I'm I'm looking forward to the medium as a next gen only release, just something to play around with and pull me out of siege for a bit. But um, I'm more excited just in general about X Cloud and and where they're going on a day by day and weekly basis for me here in California. I, I'm experiencing um, updates and upgrades and changes like on the fly randomly in the middle of a game you know i'll restart a session and jump into six siege and, and no artifacts you know every, everything's great when i turn um, nothing weird it isn't muddy outriders the same thing it's it, it's a beautiful thing to witness to see them working and working and really taking cloud as seriously as they are um but i will say this in general across all cloud stadia x cloud luna whatever it might be Man, there's still nothing like local. And I have to say that I, I had a buddy come over. He, he played Siege um, across each platform. He said, oh, this is doable. It's workable. But then we hopped off and played it on a um, Series X. And he's like, holy crap. There's a huge difference with my aiming. <laughs> like he's hitting headshots all over the place. So if you're really jumping into cloud, man, you have to invest in, in um, adjusting to the latency so that it, it's no longer a thing for you. And that could be after three matches, four matches, five matches, whatever it is. But then the latency just feels normal. And you're like, oh, cloud feels great <laughs> until you jump back over to local. So, you know, man, all of these platforms has issues and they, they need to work on it. So it is what it is. True, true. Thanks for your input. Anyone else want to add to the Xbox cloud gaming news? Uh, no, I would just say solely disappointed that the EA games aren't coming to cloud. They need to get their, their fingers out and decide what they are doing. They were supposed to be having their own service at one point, weren't they? And that's just sort of been left. Um, yeah, come on EA, bring it. You've got the games. Let's yeah. get them on there. Uh, EA, man, again, you know, they took forever to support the, the Switch, Nintendo Switch. I remember when I was covering it, everyone's like, yo, what the hell is EA and Switch support? Eventually they came, but they're so slow to adapt to new technology. It used to be the opposite, right? When a console launched, EA used to be one of the first people to have the games ready for it. But now when they, Ubisoft is killing it with adapting hmm. to cloud and new technology, but yes, man, so slow with it. No, days. but they, they have, Andy. It's, they're so slow with other services, but they did do it right with, in my mind, for Fallen Jedi Order and, and um, FIFA 21 and Madden. I thought he's doing great. It, it was still in a time window, I believed, and uh, it's it's a game that I still play with the, the, my family members. Wait, it, they, it, they they did it right for Google Stadia. For Google Stadia, I didn't, no, they didn't. They took forever, bro. Yeah, but it was still it was still <laughs> relevant. It was still relevant for a lot of like I, I mentioned last time in FIFA twenty one. The the world was still playing. The tournaments were still happening around the world. Compared uh, to consoles, yeah. they got it on day and day. But I, I do think that EA did support uh, Stadia a lot faster. 
I, mean, I think for casual players, maybe for the casual casual guys, but for the serious guys and they where they make yeah, millions of course, of course. and millions of dollars, man. Well, that's going to be the, 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 the serious game guys. is always going to be that person that buys the hundred and twenty pound bundles, and the, the serious game is always going to be the keyboard and mouse players that the the gamers with the hundred and twenty hertz screens. They're the me. That's just as a casual. I'm glad it was here. To Get it. Cloud. <clears throat> no, so, so so I'll be I'll be hundred percent. I'm all cloud. I don't, I don't have any console, and to me, press I feel like it took way too long i mean we were just speculating when is fifa gonna be released a couple of months ago i mean like they just brought that out what two three months ago and that game came mm-hmm. out last but last september October. but I mean, does, I mean this games have come to services three months late on geforce now and i, I still praise them better late than never and that's how i see it with you know uh, ea uh, with stadia EA said, i don't know ea they, they have a lot of trust to win for me, man. Just just put it that way. But anyone else? GTP, what, what's your take here, man? See, quiet. Were you going to say no, something? I, no, I think we're good. I like listening to all, all this right. stuff. Luckily, we all know EA is behind a lot of stuff. I think some companies are deciding if they want to allow their games on cloud in other places or if they want to do their own thing and charge more money. And there's a, there's a, there's a lot to happen with cloud yet, kind of like with TV and cord cutting and, and where we're at. There's a lot to happen yeah. with cloud and, and individual companies wanting to stream you their game. instead. It, it could get a little fragmented. You think fragmentation is bad now. Wait, wait, wait until everyone starts doing it. Can I make this predict? I see you, monkey. I see you on this. I'm just going to make this predict uh, prediction and I'll shut my mouth. But I think we're going to see Battlefield in the cloud, either Game Pass or Luna this fall. Mark my words. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, Faye has just said in the chat something I completely forgot about. The EA events coming up in uh, 10, 10 or 12 days. So maybe, maybe we get some sort of... Um, Support for cloud. Hopefully. Fingers, fingers crossed. Need for speed. Come onto cloud. Fingers crossed. Oh yeah, come on. Yeah. I we are out of time. Um, next week I think it's going to be quite interesting. We're going to come here. We're going to be talking about that stadium event. And hopefully, we get some pretty cool announcement from that event. Um, but yeah, so stay tuned for that. Same time next Saturday. But. Just want to give members a chance to plug the channel, let people know where they can find them. So to get started, Gamer TV, what do you do, sir? Where can people find you? Um, you can find me at um, GMR TV Plus on YouTube or Twitter. Um, I do quick little comparisons when I have an opportunity. Um, so, yeah, check it out. Cool, cool. How about you, Duncan? What do you do? Where can people find you? I cause trouble all over the place. <laughs> and uh you can catch me at Cloudy with Games. Oh, you're back. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I think I just to touch on the next week's show. I think it's either going to be a, a two minute talk on Stadia's <laughs> event or it's going to be a two hour uh, talk on Stadia's event. Oh, I don't man. think it's going to be everything in between, so I'll keep <laughs> you a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> Should be interesting. How about you, GTP? What do you do? Where can people find you? Yeah, guys, uh, Cloud Console PC, Game Tech Planet on YouTube and Twitter. And we will be back um, after a short break tomorrow night for the GTP podcast at 9 p.m. Eastern. And probably a large topic of our conversation is going to be the new Switch OLED that's coming out along with some other things. So, Yeah, man, Nintendo had a cloud game this week, right? You were talking about it. Yeah, A Plague Tale Innocence. Um, Yeah, yeah, I have a video up on that. And uh, it's Switch Cloud. 
which is a hit or miss experience. It's it's not the best, <laughs> but it was surprisingly playable. And uh, again, if you're a Switch only player, it's an awesome game to get your hands on. Uh, super story driven, super really good game. And on xCloud and everywhere else as, as well. If anybody hasn't played that game, you really should. Cool, cool. Yeah, that game is, uh, you just start again into it after you mentioned it. It's pretty good so far. Cloud Trippin Entertainment, sir. What do you do? Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on everybody's discords. Um, but I am also uh, just starting my own channel. You look it up. That's the branding, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, uh, all integrated. Good stuff. Good stuff. Definitely check him out for sure. Again, all the links are going to be in the description below hold sir what do you do where can people find you? well if you like my opinions or views or don't you know feel free to carry this conversation and message me at hold state six on twitter or, or have a little say hello on discord on the same name and i'll happily have a conversation about anything mentions on the panel cool cool good to have you on here hell monkey do you want to plug in things sir I don't know, thank you, S. Uh, yeah, no cloud recap coming up uh, tomorrow, probably tomorrow afternoon, but it's time. Um, I'm going to put that together tomorrow morning. It's been a busy week. Uh, other than that, guys, thank you very much, everyone in the chat. I really appreciate it. The chat was, was great tonight again. And yeah, like Hope said, if you want to chat games in that Discord and Twitter, my Twitter handle is Helmonkarini until England hopefully lose tomorrow. <laughs> and then we'll and then we'll, we'll go back to mean hopes can talk again <laughs> gosh all right fellas appreciate you guys yeah thank you shot this was good um hopefully i was able to pull some of you guys in but i gotta do better with that but appreciate you guys we'll catch you guys next week till next time peace out y'all